Hey, I'm Mike. Hey, I'm Ethan. I watched the first half of First Cow. I watched the second half of First Cow. And this is, is the, the other, other half. <laughs> Do you hear the cow mooing at any point in your half of the movie? Um, I don't know. Oh. I don't think so. Yeah, it's it's relatively quiet. It's a quiet cow. Well. Yeah. yeah, it's very calm. Cows don't really make that many that sounds. Much yeah, uh, I almost feel like because it's all alone, maybe. Yeah, I feel I like think cows that's it. when it's with other cows, it makes more noise. Yeah, like what's the point? I'm going to talk to these humans that don't understand me. Yeah, exactly. Cows don't understand that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, these people won't. We watched first cow. Yes, because it's the first movie of twenty. 21 yes for us perfect so that's yep. why we chose it i think i was also chose chosen because we both wanted to see it but we hadn't seen it yet yeah there's one of, so has been a couple of those movies that somehow slip into the podcast we're both like yeah we want to watch that mm-hmm. and we just never we get just around never to it we're like well it. are we ever going to get around to it realistically probably not maybe in a few years that's or, what this podcast is for though or we could just watch it now yeah but here's the thing is what i realize is if i see a movie that um like i want to see jingle jangle yeah um and the fact that showing it to you and watching it myself mm-hmm. made me more inspired to watch the whole thing because i'm like oh dang i want to see the rest of this yeah or I whatever see where it goes i want to yeah. see how it's set up yeah um so i think that's kind of similar but i don't i don't know how i feel because at the beginning of this movie i don't know what happens yes i don't yes. know how they get to their specific spots um this movie's very fascinating to me i found this movie I don't know, man. It was I, I liked it a lot. I yeah. think this this is, th- but this is one of those movies, guys. It's, uh, it's one of those like uh, it's like a um, la- la- lady of a portrait on fire, where like uh, or portrait of a lady, a lady of a portrait on fire. <laughs> Whoa! No, <laughs> no portrait of a lady on fire. Where it's just it's a very quiet, very meditative, slow film, and just long, long shots of things that don't really forward the plot but it's just sort of to put you into it's like, the feeling yeah, of the world it's all a lot of atmosphere and this movie it's so lived in like i was shocked by how how much work must have gone into you know getting the sets and the the, the costumes and everything so like period accurate yeah it almost felt like watching it like it, it almost felt like a, a a level of um red dead redemption 2 that like, yeah i had that life. i had that same feeling i yeah. was like this feels a lot like old westerns like um or even like frontier films yeah yeah like mostly uh, frontier, m- mostly yeah. frontier films yeah. like um uh, jeremiah johnson with robert redford mm-hmm. that's one that really comes to mind um or it's just a lot of quiet outside yeah shots of just like beautiful oregon wilderness that's sort of the interesting thing i didn't even think about it now, until you mentioned it just now where it's like yeah because this movie takes place in oregon this is mm-hmm. during the gold rush essentially or not the gold. Well, they're there for gold. Yeah, I yeah. think so. But it's not during the gold rush, I guess specifically. It's, it's it might more... be. It's during their gold rush, maybe. I don't yeah, know. it's during the yeah. It's during Western expansion, essentially. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, but the thing that I I didn't even realize until you brought it up because I was going to mention how ugly everything is. Like everything's so dirty and like disgusting and like covered in mud and ripped and, and see. I old. think all that stuff's beautiful. But what I was going to say is, it's almost interesting how this movie. It doesn't even really make a comment. It's just sort of pointing out how like humans have come into this gorgeous lush like oregon wilderness mm-hmm. and they've built these cottages that are like dilapidated already mm-hmm. and they've like they're covered in grime you know like everyone just looks so dirty but like the actual like locations are fucking beautiful yeah like and it's 
And it, even so, it's almost like has this weird I it's really hard to put my fucking finger on, but it's like this weird sense of like melancholy sort of pervades everything, and yet you never I, I never felt like depressed, you know? No. But it does have this sense of sort of melancholy to it. Well, it's just it's kind of like looking at old times. You're just like, damn, okay, you know what's gonna happen about like everyone here is going to die at some point because it's so far in the past. Yeah, well, yeah. Exactly. And yeah. it's, um, and I'm not even talking like plot wise. And then just like, you see all this like forest and stuff. Yeah. And you're like, this is all probably built over yeah. or something. I mean, there's a lot of for preserved forests. Well, in obviously Oregon. because they had to shoot this. Film. Yeah, of course. Yeah. There. <laughs> yeah that, but, that particular thing is, but like the, this way of life yeah, is yeah. kind of like over yeah, yeah, in yeah. some ways, like this particular moment of history mm-hmm is gone and it's just waiting to die in some ways. And I think that's, it. you referenced uh, Red Dead Redemption, which is uh, a game all about like the time of the cowboy or whatever is ending is and the ending, time of yeah. the West is ending and the time of like a free open space is ending. And even this movie kind of touches on that because mm-hmm. there's a, the main plot point, well, not the main plot point, but um, one aspect of the movie that it touches on is the fact that there is like the West governor governments of like america coming over and there's like a fort there and kind of like a a main central hub right um that is put on by the government and some like overarching uh power as opposed to the natives that are living there and just people just were just like i'm just gonna set up my camp here and i'm just gonna forget forever yeah 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 yeah, yeah. we're just gonna like i set up my camp uh, just to get some gold or whatever and then move on right Um, exactly yeah this does have a weird melancholy too i think maybe because movie shot in full frame yeah yeah it showed in 4-3 which is really interesting because you'd think like you'd want to show off the landscape and obviously it does like the like it's like we said the movie's gorgeous but yeah like because it's shot in this like really tight aspect ratio it does like there's this almost a sense of like it's so much more personal you know like when Mm -hmm. it's almost like when you're looking at something you're looking through the eyes of a person you know Mm mm-hmm and like when you look at somebody, you're really seeing them. You're not really sort of looking at anything else. Yeah, it's very interesting. It, yeah. um, and you bring up history. There's actually this really great, great quote in my half of the movie. So the two characters are Cookie, mm-hmm. uh, whose actual name is Otis, but everyone calls him Cookie, mm-hmm. and uh, King Lou. I think his name King is. King Lou is his name. Okay, they literally never mentioned his name the whole time. Okay. I call him King. Uh, okay, and, and that's so cool. They're, these two are like good friends, maybe more than that. And uh, I'm just going to say that. And so there's this really interesting conversation these two are having as they're sort of walking through the woods. Uh, King says that the land, uh, Cookie says that this land seems so old to him. Everything is so old and it's been here for so long. Mm -hmm. And King sees that the opposite. He says that the land seems new. He says, history isn't here yet. It's coming, but we got here early this time. Maybe this time we can be ready for it. We can take it on our own terms. Well, what's interesting about these two characters is Cookie is kind of more the artist kind of type that thinks about He's a baker. Yeah, he's a baker. So he's the one who makes stuff. Well, I feel like uh, King is more the... I don't want to say imperialist, but the uh, he's capitalist uh, or uh, yeah, uh, businessman like yeah yeah yeah. He's I, thinking I, about money. He's yeah, thinking, he's thinking about money yeah. and and like how to make a living. How to make a living. He's just trying to survive, but he's doing it in a more of a meticulous, planned out, thought out way. Yeah, yeah. While yeah. Cookie's just like, 
I'm just kind of living, doing my thing, trying yeah, to get by. Exactly. Um, but that's there's kinda... this sort of like kinship between the two, too, yeah. which is what I find. Like I, in my half, at least, there doesn't ever seem to be any sort of like, even though there's like disagreements of how they see the world, like they they seem to get along incredibly well. Like yeah, more so than anybody else in this. Everyone else in this movie is fucking angry at each other. Yeah, <laughs> and, like wants to fight for like no reason. Yeah. Uh, so now you mentioned how throughout the entire film you do. You, you you keep in mind that like a lot of this is dead, you know, and mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of this way of living is gone. Right. The movie opens with in modern day. Oh. It, it opens in current times. Weird. It, there's this woman walking around in the woods with her dog. She's played by uh, maybe from um, uh, Arrested Development. Really? Yeah. What? She's okay. Like, she's this is not what I expected. It was not me either. And so she's walking around with her dog, and I was like, "Is this like a bad period piece? Like this is clearly like <laughs> recent times. She's clearly wearing like recent clothing." Uh-huh. And so is like, it in full frame? Yeah, it is. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I thought that is interesting mm. too. And so she's so, sort of walking around, and then all of a sudden, her dog sniffs on the ground, and she finds a skull in the ground. Okay. And I was like, okay, she's going to think this is like somebody got murdered and left in the woods. But she starts like digging like up like okay. the ground. And so we sort of like watch her meticulously digging the ground up, and then we sort of cut to her reaction, and then we cut to what she's seen. And I thought it was like just the human remains of a person. Uh-huh. It's actually two skeletons next to each other holding hands. And then oh. we cut then we cut to Cookie. So oh. I think that these two skeletons are probably Cookie and King. They're they're and I, Oh. What? Okay. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> Let me just say Let me just say when this movie ended. Yeah. I went, that's it? <laughs> Is this really it? Like, did I miss something? Is this how movies end? Well. Ah. Okay. The ending was at the beginning. Got it. Yeah. yeah. That, mm. All right. It's fun to watch the middle of a movie. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm so curious to see how it ends now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So, yeah. So, it's these it's these two skeletons laying next to each other holding hands. Mm-hmm. And then hard cuts to Cookie walking around the wilderness collecting... Um, uh, 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 mushrooms and immediately I'm like okay yeah I know this is definitely a well done period piece Cookie just looks like dirty, dirty his and like fingers are cold and there's like du- like dirt been... under his fingernails yep. all those good little details mm-hmm. that really like put you into the film uh, and so I was wondering too like how much of this is actual like flashback and how much is this this woman thinking about where the skele- these skeletons might have occurred you know I don't know Hmm. That's just something I was wondering the entire movie. Like, I mean, like, what do you mean as a flashback? Like, do you think this really happened, or do you think this is her looking at the skeletons and going, like, I wonder who these two were? Oh, uh, I see what you're like, saying. Like, imagining the story. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know anything about this woman, so maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's about all you get. That's all I get. So, maybe you won't find out. Probably not. Uh, I don't. I, I didn't expect it either. I kind of like this sort of like dreamlike feeling of the whole movie. Also, beautiful music. Like everything's sort of like orchestral. Like I'm trying to remember the music, I was, feel like there was almost no music in my half. I, maybe in my half, there's a lot of there's a lot of. Uh, it's just like sort of just strumming on a guitar, you know, like uh, very like acoustic. It's not. I said orchestral. That's wrong. It's more like acoustic, like lived in. Okay. Like you know, music. Very, yeah, I just very, ignored it. Very calm. Uh, basically, we uh meet Cookie. He's part of a troop of people that are going to um a, a camp or a fort. They're going to a fort. Yeah. And uh, they're looking for gold. Tensions are high. Everyone's hungry. And they don't seem to like Cookie very much. 
And so, but Cookie is sort of just like a quiet guy. He doesn't he doesn't like confrontation. Yeah, just imagine a um, more docile looking Shia LaBeouf. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what he I was thinking exact, the whole he time. Looks exactly like he him. just looks sad all the he fucking does. time. He's like a he's like Shia LaBeouf's been like neutered. <laughs> like all that weird edge he got, yeah, uh, kind of just gone, and he's just sad. He's just like a good guy now. Yeah, <laughs> he's just that's like a true. good person. Yeah. There you go. So Cookie's walking around, and then all of a sudden he comes across this like naked ch- Chinese guy in the woods, uh-huh. which is King. And uh, the guy asks for food, and he asks if the cook can help him make food. And Cookie at first lies, and he says, "I don't know if the cook, if the cook can do that." Uh-huh. And then King's like, "Oh, I understand." Like he's like, you're not gonna help me out, yeah, you know, because you know who I am. You can see me. I'm this weird, like naked, naked guy in the woods. Guy, yeah. And so then he's like, but wait. And then Cookie runs away, and he comes back. And even though they're running low on like materials and stuff, he brings a coat for cook for for King and some like something to drink, like I think like a whiskey or something, uh-huh. just to warm him up. And um, at first, Cookie's like, "So, what's a naked native doing around here?" And then he's like, "I'm not native. I'm Chinese." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so it's sort of interesting. I, I, I Cookie just kind of just lives his life. He, he doesn't, doesn't know anything. No. You know, he's from Maryland apparently, and yeah. uh, his parents died when he was really young. And he was just looking for work, and so he just sort of bummed around, you know, until he got Wound to up here. here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, and so you know, King says that he's looking for gold, like everybody else is. And so immediately they're just sort of like, well, "Why is he naked?" So he's naked because he killed a Russian. Apparently, there's a bunch of Russians who are who have come to America as well, looking for gold. One of them thought that King's friend was a thief and killed King's friend. And King pulled uh. his gun out and killed and shot at one of the Russians, possibly killing him. And so he's naked because he like took his clothes off so that he could like avoid you know track getting tracked or whatever okay um and he's just been sort of hiding in the woods hoping that they don't find him huh um, interesting and then the next day the russians actually show up at cookie's campsite and tell them where the fort is how far away it is uh but also mention there's a murderer on the loose in the woods oh uh but did they not see king at all nobody saw king because mm-hmm. cook uh cookie uh kept him safe mm-hmm. he he, he Hit him, protected him. Sea King is also a good Pokemon. Just saying, <laughs> it's got some great moves. Uh, good, good sea HP. King, sea King. Yeah, that's what he says, right? Yeah, exactly. What does Sea King look like? Imagine it in my head. It's uh, like a it's seal, a, it's, right? No, it's a goldfish. It's the goldfish with the oh, horn on its head. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, it's a big, big Goldines. one though. Goldine evolves in the Sea King. Yeah, this is. Go. I don't know anything about ancient American history, but let me tell no, you I about some Pokemon. <laughs> let me tell you about, about some new uh, capitalistic Japanese history. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, they're walking around the woods. King is hiding amongst the gear. Uh, and then one of the men starts threatening Cookie. Uh, he's like, minute we get to that fort, I'm going to fucking kill you, he basically says. Oh, nice. So Cookie runs off, finds a fish in the river, returns back, but Cookie's gone. Uh, King's gone. Oh, okay. King has run away. Uh, he doesn't want, I don't think he wants to be, like, found, essentially. Yeah. Now we see the cow. The cow has been introduced. The cow. It's on the river. It's 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 floating down the river on a little like uh like a raft like a, like a raft. Okay. Um. And so now and we also are introduced to sort of like the natives in the area as well. The native uh-huh. people. They see the the they see the cow. The cow arrives. Everyone's just like, what's going on with that cow? And so <laughs> how did these people want this cow? And that's it. That's the end of the cow scene. <laughs> uh. The next scene. Uh. Cookie has made it to the fort. Has enough money to buy boots, new boots, because his old boots had holes in them. Mm. and they were very uncomfortable so now he's got new boots but everyone at the fort is talking about how nice his boots are yeah they're, they're like, not covered in dirt yet they're they haven't not... you got to blend them in you got to rub those things into the go to down 
of the river, get some mud, rub it on there. He does that. Okay. He feels so embarrassed that he not only because he originally was showing his boots off, but then so many people were complimenting them that he put his he he used to uh, tuck his pant leg into the boots, but then he untucks his pants, covers the boots, and then rubs mud all over the bottoms. Yeah, like any good um, Oscar nominated. I don't know if I'm nominated for an Oscar yet. Probably will be. <laughs> Probably should um, be. You got to have some classism in there. You got to have some like race struggles going on there. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah. Not race, sorry, class struggles. Class struggles. Um, there's some race struggles. There's some race struggles though. too. Yeah, but I definitely, king, yeah. I definitely feel like this is more uh, about uh, classism, especially, especially in like an area that is more untethered and uh, unregulated, mm. such as the uh, fresh early West. America, early yeah. America West. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, so Cookie goes into a bar, and but I was gonna say sorry. sorry you said early America, but I think that thing that's fascinating about this particular time period is you had a country with two Halves. different levels of uh, development. Oh yeah, and history. Yeah, like on the East Coast, everything is you know you got New York, you got the central of uh, Virginia of, of arts yeah. and culture, and then you got over on the West, it's just dirt, yeah, and forts mm-hmm. and animals and just wilderness. all that. It's wilderness. It's a completely different level but that that east side is trying to grab the west side yeah, and move yeah, its yeah. power over there and, and influence somehow but it's so hard to tame mm-hmm. because it's a big ass country base yeah, yeah. nobody because like what like america is so fucking massive like a lot of these people probably that came from britain they were just like what the fuck is this shit pretty much you know like yeah. it's just like what is going on here this is amazing this is like so big and wide and expansive and i want to own it you just set a a land anywhere yeah it's crazy and i think that's sort of what's interesting too is like king when we we talk to king later he's like i've been living here for like a year like i he's got his roots here essentially like Mm -hmm. he has a place and he's built it and owns it and yet he's still this sort of weird like second class citizen like people look down on him and it's like even though he's established here you know he's been here forever you know Um, almost like the natives are yeah no exactly (laughs) too exactly that (laughs) Uh, so Cookie is in a bar, and one of the guys in the bar, he's like a big, I think he's like a Scottish dude. He's like, he's the first one, first cow in the territory. And I'm like, ah, he said the name of the movie. See, when I thought the name of the movie implied that they would buy the first cow, mm-hmm. which really threw me for a loop later because on. Because they don't own the cow. Yeah, I didn't know that for a while. <laughs> it was very strange. They're stealing milk from the cow. Yeah. Which I find very interesting. Uh, very fascinating because they're stealing milk from the cow. First off, the first time I see a milk on the cow, it's in the middle of the night. Yes, they like, have to. Why do they gotta do that? <laughs> why are they doing that in the middle of the night? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. very, very interesting arc that I will dive into more later. Yeah, I, I does Cookie talk to the cow in your half as well? Like, yeah, Cookie's constantly just like, hey, because apparently the cow is there because its husband and babies all died on the uh. way to America, and so Cookie the whole time is like, I'm really sorry about your family. I huh. Heard about. Your family, I heard, it. and actually, now that I think about it, it's interesting too because Cookie's parents died as well, so mm-hmm. maybe he's can relate to it. Some kinship, yeah. Uh, so uh, one guy says that there's no, there, this is no place for cows. He says, if God wanted cows here, he would have put them there. And then the other guy says, then this is no p- place for white men either. Like, Ooh, got him, bam, dab. Also, where's the cow? Like, cows graze a lot. Yeah. But I feel like this is kind of like. The forest, whereas, I mean, maybe they'll graze on moss or something, but I feel like there's no, like, fields or anything. There's some, but, yeah, like, open fields are few and far between, mm-hmm. which is... I, I guess it's just why. one cow. You don't have a herd. Not it's yet. Just one. Not it's yet. True. Not yet. Uh, plus, you also have, like, buffalo and shit in, in America, you know? That's true. So they have to graze. That's true. But they, they're more, I guess they're more in the fields yeah. than this one, which is in, like, Oregon. This is Oregon, which yeah. I don't think buffalo... 
super exists a lot of, but I don't know. Yeah, so I know. Anyway, so uh, people start. Have you? Did you notice this? When I thought this was such an interesting choice, I hadn't really seen it in a movie before, not purposefully at least. When people yell, they blow the mic out. Yes, I was actually going to mention that. Like the audio mix in this is is very old school in that way too. Yeah, like they're. It's interesting the choice of aesthetics they are taking in this movie mm-hmm. from older films, like the full full frame. Yeah. Um, and the audio kind of like blowing out, and it kind of gives it. It's a weird thing where the audio kind of feels fluffy mm-hmm. in a way where even if they're talking quietly, like the audio mix for the dialogue is so high up yeah, yeah, yeah. that it kind of feels like when they're whispering, they're talking in the normal tone. Right, exactly. It, I don't know. It gives it kind of like a dreamlike quality in, to me, in kind of a way or, or like it's like a or it's like, you know what it is? It feels like a you're looking at a painting on an oil canvas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you kind of see the, the brush, strokes. brush strokes and the texture mm-hmm. and it just gives it a little more realism to it weirdly yeah. well see i i i love that uh, for me what it implied was this is from the perspective of cookie mm-hmm. and he's such a sensitive guy like when people raise their voice it's like maddening to mm, interesting i thought that like what this was to imply is it's like you really pay attention to when people start raising their voice around cookie it probably like upsets him a lot he probably prefers a nice quiet like whisper or tone mm-hmm. or whatever. Like he talks to the cow. Right, he talks to the cow or That's like he talks to anybody. That's an interesting read on that. And so, because like I, the in my half of the movie, whenever they were blowing it out, it was usually people yelling around or at him. And I was just like, oh my God, like it was so, and again, like how you say, like you don't really see this in mo- many no. movies now. And I was it's like, definitely a choice. Yeah, I, I dug it. I thought it was a really fact, cool it's choice. It's the thing you don't want to do in most right. movies. Right. Like, I was like, no you want to usually avoid that. this. Yeah, you want to uh, avoid that. But... but it really added to it. Uh, so... Then this guy walks in. His name is William. He's like a f- frontier man. And this one guy just starts bullying him. He's like, brilliant William over here. He starts calling him stupid. And he's like, uh, William, you you dumb old man. Like, he just starts making fun of this frontiers guy. And the frontiers guy is just sort of like this quiet dude who has a baby, you know? And he's okay. not like a dumb guy. Like, he's just probably he red just... hair? Yeah. And he's big. Uh, okay. I think it's different. Okay. Um, Is there a little red-haired guy running around? Kind of quiet. Little quiet red-haired guy. I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. I'll have to think about that. Mm, okay. Um, so, but yeah, he's just sort of this big frontiersman. And then he's like, hey, guys, talking to Cookie. He's like, hey, can you just watch out for my baby real quick? And then he goes and just starts fucking wailing on this <laughs> dude. Uh, and then uh, Cookie runs into King at the bar. And King's like, hey, man. Um, they're both sort of alone in the bar because they don't want to get in the middle of this big brawl. They don't even want to watch it. And so King sort of comes up to Cookie's taking care of the baby, this stranger's baby, and he's like, "Hey, uh, so where are you, where are you, where are you staying up?" And Cookie's like, "I got like a place a few miles away, but you know, mm-hmm. I'm just sort of staying there." And then King's like, "Well, I got a place about a mile away, and um, you know, I got a, I got a, a bottle that you can help me uh, empty if you want." And hmm. so it feels like he's like chatting him up, like he's sort of like, like flirting with him a okay. bit, maybe, and. Um, He's like, you want to you come back to my place? And Cookie's like, yeah, yeah, why not? So he's like, but I got to look after this baby. And, and King's like, don't worry about that. Like, <laughs> he'll be fine. He's just outside. And so he gets like a little like snack and he gives it to the baby. And he's like, oh, goodbye, little baby. And then he just sort of leaves. And they walk to King's house. And why not just wait a little longer? Like, I don't know. Because this fight is going to last fucking forever. Oh, okay. Like, they are outside. When they leave, they're still like in the middle of this fucking fight. Okay. Uh, and so then um, they get to the cabin. And uh, uh, it's so cute. Like, I, there's just, like, little moments that are so fucking cute where, like, 
he King's like, all right, Cookie, make yourself comfortable. I is kind of a mess, so just make yourself comfortable. I'm gonna sort of clean the place up. And it's clear too, like it's a mess because he's probably been like lost in the woods naked for yeah. God knows how long, you know. And so he's like, I'm gonna go start a fire. And so there's just this long shot of King outside trying to chop wood. And mm-hmm. he's not great at it, but it, like he's doing pretty good. And you just see the actor like trying to get the wood into like little like splints. Right. And then you see Cookie inside and he's not relaxed. He's he's sort of like sipping some of the whiskey, but then he's also like uh, sweeping the floor to clean it for, mm-hmm. for King. And then King comes back and he's like, dude, you didn't need to do that. Like sit down, relax, like have some drinks. I got the wood, the, the fire ready. We're good. And so they just sort of start talking about their lives. They, they mention how like Cookie wants to open a hotel or a bakery or both. Yep. And King says that he wants to own a farm. And um, one of them says that uh, there's no way for a poor man to start anymore. You need capital, leverage, or a crime, which is very interesting. Hmm. Nothing much has changed in the world. Um, <laughs> Foreshadowing. Yeah. Oh, interesting. And so then... Well, um, I mean, they're, they're, oh, they're, they're still in the cow they're milk. They're still in the milk cow. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. Um, so Cookie sees the cow in the woods. He'd heard about the cow earlier, and he convinces King of its usefulness. He's like, we should take milk from that cow. You know, it'd be... It, he's like, I'm so sick and tired of eating bread, soda bread. I want to eat... Right bread with milk in it and um so then in the middle of the night cookie milks the cow he speaks to it king's on the lookout and then they eat the biscuits and it's delicious Mm -hmm. the the biscuits are so good and king is like you know next batch we should we should send these to market we should like sell these yeah and cookie's like that's really dangerous like it's really dangerous to do something like that because we don't own the milk yeah it's like they're gonna ask like where do you get the milk in this place where there's literally one place to get milk so right that's a very good point. But then King says that anything worth doing is dangerous. And so... Yeah, uh, I mean, that that definitely matches his philosophy. His whole idea, yeah. Uh, and it's really interesting, too, because he... So so they talk about this, the idea of, like, the milk, and that it's, it, they should be selling this for profit or whatever. And, like, it would be... Uh, I don't know. Like, I just love this whole bit where, like, he's, he's he convinced King to use the milk, but you realize he didn't want the milk... To sell the cook to, to to sell the biscuits, he wanted it because he just wanted better food. Yeah, yeah. you know, he just and, wanted to make his life better, right? And, and that's, kings too, you and know? that's but that's kind of like the difference between the two characters, right? Is yeah. he's Cookie's just trying to make his life comfortable, whatever way, in the immediate. While King is the one who dreams big, and right? He's, he's like, trying well, to. We want to. What if we sell this milk? Then we right. can maybe get a better place. Then we can maybe get out of here. And it's clear too that like you know, Cookie's not the one with the house. King is. King has this found a way of establishing yeah. himself. You know, he he because he plans ahead and because mm-hmm. he he thinks of like monetarily. Uh, another thing too is I think they try to avoid the fact that they're using milk by calling them oily cakes. They call yes. them. Yes. Uh, and then all the men are like, "How did you make them? Uh-huh. Like, is they're they're out in the fort? They're selling these things. Yeah. People fucking love them. They eat them up. And they're like, "What? How did you make these things? You know how how did you, this isn't soda bread? Like, how did you make them? And then King says it's an ancient Chinese secret, which I found very funny because yeah. that anybody that's who I doesn't know that's that is a uh, a quote from an old like I think it was like a like a, a dish. It was like what was it? It was like a laundry detergent. Remember ancient Chinese secret? The no, Calgon. I don't remember this at all. This was old old commercial um like when N- name a decade like the 50s okay 50s 60s there was an old commercial i think it was calgon the calgon man or something it was uh it was a laundry detergent and so people would be like how did how did you get your laundry so clean and the the guy, the guy who was asian was going ancient chinese secret he said That's so it's interesting <laughs> yeah i got it yeah uh, so but it was a joke because it wasn't an ancient chinese secret he was yeah, using yeah. this thing and it was funny because then 
this phrase, at least to me, just growing up amongst my family, he used to quote that all the time. Oh, is, that's why you know it. Okay. That's why I know this. Is because, like, this to me is, like, instantly, like, oh, this is in reference to this commercial. And I just found it really funny that, like, apparently, according to this movie, this phrase dates all the way back to... I honestly... That's probably how a lot of Chinese people made their ways. They were just like, they're like, damn, from another place. What's this like? What's in this meat? Ancient Chinese secret. I don't know what you know. We we did to it or whatever at the time. They're just gonna say stuff like that to get by. Calgon so. was the seventies. It wasn't even in the fifties. Wow, seventies. <laughs> okay. Ancient Chinese secret. You've never seen this before. I've never heard. Show me a picture. Here, I'm gonna show the a picture video. of it. Oh, there's a video. How do you get shirts so clean, Mister Lee? Ancient Chinese secret. My husband, some hotshot. Here's his ancient Chinese secret, Calgon. Calgon's two water softeners soften huh. wash water so detergents clean better. Weird. Okay. So, there you go. Anyway. <laughs> you had that up real quick. Because <laughs> I remembered this. Man. <laughs> anyway, so so that's where you come in. That's where I come in. And I see them. I, I see this, and I'm like, "Wow, cool! Just a long scene of people making food. Is this what the whole movie is? I hope it is." It's Chef. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's Chef in Frontier Edition. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. Um, so we see Shia LaBeouf milk with a cow at night. Sorry, not Shia LaBeouf. Excuse me, <laughs> Cookie. Did you think it was Shia LaBeouf? I wrote it down as a joke because oh, okay. I didn't know his name at the time. Um, yeah. it's milk with a cow, and he's like, "You, you made such great cakes. Like we couldn't sell them fast enough." Next day, the line is huge. Mm. There needs to be more. There's this little ginger guy. So this is a guy that I, maybe he's a frontier guy. He doesn't seem like. Is it. he? Does he have like a thick accent? He doesn't say anything. Oh, he's literally, but he's he's just kind of tall. I don't think he's like. He's like, is he like a burly, like wide? He's a big guy, like wide, right? Yeah, like okay, like he's a frontiersman. No, he just seems like a guy, like a soldier guy or something. Kind of gets pushed around a bit. I look this up. Anyway, he does he have any facial hair? No. Okay. Okay, maybe this is a completely different guy then. I don't think he did. Ugh, who knows? Face blindness coming in <laughs> I'll again. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Uh, but yeah, he's upset because you know he got someone cut in line in front of him, mm-hmm. and he didn't get the he didn't get to try a cake. Oh, and he got there before it sold out. It was very sad. That is sad. Um. So they're discussing, like, back home. They're like, okay, so what are we going to do with this? He's like, well, here's the thing. Soon, more milk cows are going to arrive, and people are going to get tired of it. And so we got to figure out some other way to make all this money. So they're like, we need to hide this money, not in the house. We need to put it in like, oh, a tree. Oh, shit. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, people spot. are totally going to steal that. Yeah, because people will be like, oh, they're rich. Mm. So they hide it somewhere. Um, and then we go in that the, the chief, the chief of the place, Chief Factor, uh, wants to try one of the cakes because okay. he keeps hearing about him. people in the fort are talking all about him i guess he runs the fort okay um so some dude the dude comes out um with a hat and com- <laughs> he's got a very big hat okay and he's clearly like runs the fort telling people like you know shut attention stuff like that and he comes and he's british and he's all like let me like, try one of these cakes it's like how much it's like oh less we'll give you a discount sir mm. he's like mm, i taste london in these cakes Mm. Is what he says. He like immediately loves them, and I'm like, man, this is just like ratatouille, dude. <laughs> Feeling good. It's just like ratatouille. It's like <laughs> it's a part where you're just like, man, you've been eating soda bread for so long. You've literally just been eating to survive because that is how you have to live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the and frontier. now this is a bit more. Yeah. I sort of, you know, it's funny because we've you've been making a lot of bread during quarantine. Yes, <laughs> I have. So when they were talking about like, oh yeah, it only takes like this and this and this to make some bread, I'm like, oh yeah. It is 
it's just that easy. It's very simple. It. Yeah. <laughs> very as simple. As long as you have all of the things. It just takes time. Yeah, like That's exactly. why people ate so much of it, because it was literally like only a couple ingredients. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You'd eat it unsalted, too. It wouldn't be as good, but like it's food. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You're literally just eating. You just need to fill up so that you can keep working. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, that's why it's one of the oldest foods around. Mm. So um, uh, he's like, they were talking about what they might want to do with all this money they got, uh, mm. because the chief is very happy with them. And he's like, well, we, we could try going to San Francisco and try and get a bakery there. He's like, more competition, you know? It's not going to be as easy. He's like, yeah, but we have to try. There'll be more people, more foot traffic. Mm-hmm. And um, they didn't mention this, so I'm thinking to myself, like, man, maybe access to legal cows, legal milk. <laughs> you don't have to steal. I don't know. Yeah. Um, they, man, I don't have enough money to maybe get some. Yeah, but now they're like, we don't have enough yet. We just have enough to get to San Francisco. We don't have enough to, like, actually, like, do anything there. Right. Um, so the chief comes back over the next day and is like, Hey, uh, so I really like your food, uh, but can you make a, uh, calafruti? I believe is how you say it, um, uh-huh. for the little party I'm hosting. Mm. There's a guy who I really don't like there. And he, the captain comes in and is like, uh, all about, um, uh, saying how hard it is in frontier and how we don't have nice things, but I want you to come and make something really nice. Do you think you can, do you think you can make some of that? And they're like, oh, okay. Now, here's the thing. This chief guy, I don't know if you know, it's his cow. Oh. He's the one who has the cow. I didn't realize. It's, it's, yeah, it's his. And so they're like. How is he not aware of what's going on? Well, this is in the middle of the night. I guess that's true. How is he going to know? And he doesn't really know how these things are made. He just yeah, owns the cow. Exactly. He doesn't know like Shit. the intricacies of it. Yeah. So they're like, oh, it's very risky like to do it. And he's like, well, we'll get a lot of money. And it'd also be very suspicious if we didn't do it. Yeah, that's you know? true. Like, why wouldn't we do it? Like, it's a lot of money. This is so interesting. This is like starting to become more like of a. I liked the first half of the movie, but the first half, there's like no story. Like, it's mostly just like characters. Oh, like I wish I could live around. in that. Yeah. This is, this is like, oh, this cool. sounds very stressful. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know the whole context, though. Like, I didn't know that until he says, like, this is really risky. I'm like, oh, that's the cow they're going to from. <laughs> this is not their cow. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. why they're going into the night. It's all coming together for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> he makes the, uh, he, you know, figures it out, makes the, makes the cake out of blueberries, which is the best he could do in the situation, mm. um, which I guess is not traditionally made with, but yeah. Um, so they walk in to the, um, the chief's house, which is actually, so everyone else has a dirty house and, you know, it's, it's, they're living in forts, they're living in like small shacks with no floors, mm-hmm. but shotgun he had shack in another part of the world. Exactly. But he has full on like frontier house house with like mm. a porch and, you know, it's like, a, it's like what you'd see now in the Midwest nowadays right 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 like in a poor area right? right like it's that level where it's like oh this is good this is a great place in the frontier land like he's got like he's got it yeah. he's got it made basically he probably didn't make it of course not <laughs> um so he's living there yeah. and they come in and the first thing that um he's talking about is like talking to the captain mm. and um the captain's grilling him about like well did you give him 20 lashes for an order it's like oh but for mutiny that seems conservative and it's just you know Military people being mean to talking about being mean to people. Uh, he's like, well, you know, if we whipped him too much, you wouldn't have been able to do anything because he's not very young. He's like, oh, okay, that's oh, that's okay. That makes sense. That's Jesus the rub, isn't it? Christ. Um, so they they come in with the the cake and they show it to the captain. The captain seems like mildly impressed. He's like, oh, that's that's a good cake. Mm, nice cake. Yeah. Like whatever. I don't care. <laughs> um, like Probably just being polite. Been, well, he hasn't been living off of the land, really. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and he's like, oh, very nice. And they're like, here, let's go. Uh, let's talk a little bit and um they're talking about 
like how beavers are like always going to be there. But the fashion in Paris is changing Mm. and uh, the fashion in Paris, like people aren't really caring about beaver pelts anymore. And that's kind of what they all moved in here for. And they're like, Oh, what the, don't worry. Beavers will be forever here. We're never going to like, they're infinite. They're never going to disappear. And there's a native American guy. I think he's like a, must be like the leader or something. He seems very chill with everyone. He's just like, I don't know why white people take these, beavers don't eat the tail like what's that's the most delicious part like, oh maybe i'll try it someday i'll sure be eating soda bread or whatever yeah um and they're just having like a, it's weird because the conversation is so benign yeah yet so tense yeah because anytime i feel like it could just swap over it and could become like hey where so yeah. how do you make this stuff? and king even chimes in and is like hey so yeah it's crazy like when i first came here there were like way more beavers and like it was like a nothing here but it's built up so quickly but they didn't like him talking because mm-hmm. he was an asta and he's also um chinese he's also chinese yeah so, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. so they're like uh, anyway i got a new cow it's really cool you guys want to come check it out and so they all like okay we'll go check out this cow oh, yeah. and then they're like hmm you know it's really crazy how all this paris stuff keeps happening and like people we got to keep shifting our trends and i'm just like this is really fascinating how the <laughs> West or like America's West. Yeah. Like they're talking about a weird system and trying to do, uh, trying to make like clothes and get other people, all these nice things that they don't need. Well, everyone out here is literally just like, I would like bread with milk in it. Please. <laughs> that's all I want. I just want to try something that's not soda bread. Yeah. And the, the machine that it, you know, is important to even the people who are, like in charge of this area, this fort, the right. captain and the chief, mm. they are still at the whims of what other people want out of the system. People they'll you know? never meet too. People they'll never meet. They just yeah. ship it off and they just did the band. Like all the all the the trend in Paris is no one wants beer pelts anymore. With their screwed. You know they got to shift completely. Yeah. What are they doing out here? It's just like the gold rush. You know. Yeah, the, yeah. The gold came. The boom towns die down because there's no reason to go there anymore. Right, right, right. Um. Or anything. Or anything, really. Yeah. Anything. As soon as the man's gone, it's like, oh, you're all screwed with these skills. You've this set up an set entire up thing. You know? Around this one thing. Yeah. But he's like, don't worry. It'll never go away. Mm-hmm. Never. Beaver, beaver will always People be in fashion. People always want beaver. Always. I think that's sort of interesting, too, because this is for, like, clothing. Like, this isn't for something that keeps people alive. Exactly. This is for, This like, is for fashion. Which is, like, and then you compare that to people who just want bread that has mm-hmm. milk in it, which is something that, like, obviously, like, tastes are a thing, sure. But, like, you need that to survive. Like, this is you a need, thing You that's need important. a little diversity in your diet besides just flat carbs. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> you know, I, I find that interesting because, yeah, like, you know, people always want, like, some pastries or something, you know? Mm-hmm, exactly. Would, if it isn't, if it isn't like, you know, a, a blueberry muffins, you know, you can make, like, uh, a bread or... Yeah, uh, or just, like, cakes. a very simple cake with blueberries. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, it's like, oh, that's nice. It's better, better than whatever. And they're like, oh, I will play beef or pelts. <laughs> I would like a beaver hat on my head, please. <laughs> I like this mix of Paris and Russian. Yes. <laughs> we also like Zephyr. Do they kill the, the, the cow? Do you want to know that now? Yeah. No. Oh, thank God. The cow lives. Okay. That's the cow's good. good. All right. Oh, he's the first cow. I'm going to be pretty. Well, that's the thing. First cow, last they, cow. They, re- they reveal more about the cow, and it's very, like, very well bred mm. and from Europe and transported, and it's been it's very fancy cow. Mm. Very fancy cow. Very. Uh, but it should produce all this milk, but it's not producing milk. That's interesting. Don't know why. Taking the milk. <laughs> exactly. Oh shit! But also, the cow seems to really like Cookie standing near. The cow's like, "Hey, what's up? I like you." Oh, shit. And he's like, "Oh, that's funny, huh?" And they're yeah. just kind of like, "That's weird, whatever." Um, and then they get back home, and Cookie's like, "We gotta slow down." 
<laughs> we gotta slow down. But uh, King is like, mm, I don't know. I feel like we gotta take what we can right now, and then we could just leave, and then bail out. God, it's like a D and D like <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we just, you can't just be a murdering. Do hobo we quill party. we're ahead, or do we just keep going? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oof. Um, so now they're gonna go take the last bit of milk that they can. Mm. Um. But one of the guys working in the house, one of the natives guys, like, let his cat out and tries to get him back in. Uh-oh. But then he, like, listens, like, um... And, like, I don't know if you see this, but King is on the lookout while yeah. Cookie is doing the milking. King is usually in a in a tree, and he says that the, the, the signal is like a hooting of an owl. Yeah, so he starts doing the hooting of the owl because the guy's coming out looking around. Right. Cookie doesn't hear him. And then she falls in from the tree, and then the guy is like... The native guy's like, oh, my God, we're getting attacked. Ah! And so oh, he, like, shit. goes and starts waking up everyone to be like, oh, we're getting attacked. There's people here. And so they start running, uh, try to run away. But, of course, you know, uh, King's a little slow because he fell on his back from a tree. Yeah. Uh, so they're running, and they the, the captain realizes, like, oh, hold on. Someone's been milking your cow because they left the bucket, the bucket there and yeah. the little uh, stool. And he's poop? Like, they immediately made the connection. Yeah. Not poop. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. That'd be scat in the wilderness, Mike. Um, yeah, so they made the connection immediately and just right. start calling out like, oh, get you. I'm going to kill you. How dare you? And I'm just like, it's so messed up. And just as a society, how we are about stealing. Oh, yeah. Where it's like, yes, property he's stealing. Property over people. Property over people. Yet he made a cake for you. He's the only one who's been able to make good food, but he doesn't care. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. care about any of this. He's just immediately like, someone stole from me. Don't touch my cow. I'm going to go kill you yeah. now because of this. So they start running after him. They try running away. Um, King, they got this part where they split off and King is like, we got to run real fast. And he just jumps in the water and swims. It's very scary water. Mm. So Cookie's like, nah, dog. And he hides <laughs> underneath a like, tree. And it's very Ring Wraith, Lord of the Rings style. <laughs> of the, the captain like looking around. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. they're like, hey, we see the Chinaman out there. Let's go get him. And then they're like, does they, they ignore Cookie's little hiding spot and go chase him um, while he's in the river? They're going to try cutting him off. Oh. Um, luckily, uh, he kind of makes his way around. He finally, like, it's the next day. It's dark now. But right. now it's the next day. And uh, King makes his way out of the water and seems to be okay, but then finds, like, a longer river. And he's just like, oh, by the way, I said, let's not meet at the house. Let's just run away right now because yeah. I know where to go. Right. So he sees a native come by and he's like, hey, can I like he sees the what I like about this is just a small character detail. But he sees a canoe mm-hmm. and a native guy shows up and he's like, hey, is this your canoe? And he tries speaking in his native language. And um, he's like, I need to really get out of here really quickly. And the native guy's like, OK, give me your buttons. <laughs> and he gives him his buttons off his shirt because it's like just the only thing he has. Right. He's like, yeah, I'll take you down. So then he gives him a ride. But I was thinking, I'm like, I wonder if before this, he would have just stolen the, that, canoe. the canoe and just tried to get away as soon as he could. But yeah, he, yeah. But maybe not. Maybe, I don't know if he learned a lesson or if he's just like, he doesn't, he isn't always a thief, you know? Like right. just because someone's stealing this particular thing, like he can't get access to that cow any other way. Right, exactly. But he can get access he's to the canoe. doing it out of desperation. Yeah, he can get access to the canoe just by asking someone and, tr- and bartering with them with whatever he has. You I know? think he also understands, too, that like probably this guy is more reasonable than yeah. the guy owning the cow. Very true. You know, Very he could probably just be like, hey, I will trade, barter, whatever. For whatever. This. The other like, guy's going to be like, don't fucking touch my cow. Yeah, exactly. You know? Like, don't touch it. This is precious. Yeah. Um. So he starts, you know, they, they he escapes. And, um, and then Cookie, unfortunately, was... Tried running real quick and bumped his head. Oh, no. He got a big head injury. 
but he woke up in a cabin. I'm like, oh no, he's been captured. Mm-hmm. Turns out it's not like a cabin cabin. It's well, I guess it is a cabin cabin. It's not <laughs> a captain's cabin. Uh-huh. It is a Native American like couple's cabin. An oh. old, they're older, and um, he's like, okay, well, I'm gonna try to leave because my friend's in danger, and he keeps just trying to help. And that's one thing I like is it fits his character. Now I'm realizing after I heard the first half, he immediately tries getting up even though like the camera shows that there's like there's fastling along the edge so it's like hard for him to see right and he's just trying to escape he doesn't care that he's not fully ready he wants to help his friend he's not thinking about the future he's not thinking about himself exactly he's not thinking about the practical way to do things yeah yeah yeah. while maybe in in reverse scenarios cookie might have actually stolen the canoe just because he was immediately just like i gotta try to help my friend right 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 while king in this situation might have been like, okay, I'm going to wait in this. I'm going to wait until I'm better. Wait until I'm better to do, do this. Yeah. Um, so he's taking his time. He's eventually getting better. Well, he tries to leave in the middle of the night and he just sees a bunch of wolves. <laughs> and he's like, nah, nope. I'm, nope, I'm going to go back inside. <laughs> so he waits the next day and then finally leaves. Uh-huh. Um, and then King goes to the property or his old house mm. and starts going for the money in the tree but then gets interrupted when a bunch of people come and they raid his house. Oh. And I just start like picking up stuff and smashing it and going through it all. And they're like, ah, he's not here, whatever. They've left. His house has been abandoned for a long time. Mm. And then they leave. Did they get the money? No, because the money's in a complete, like in a different spot. Oh, it's in a tree. Okay. Which is actually, there's a great shot of it hanging in the tree and a guy takes a pee right next to it oh. but doesn't see it. It's very tense. That's cool. But very quiet. That's cool. It's very, very weird emotions in this movie. You get. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Um, and then he goes back and picks up the whisk uh, that um, Cookie used and some of the other stuff that he thinks he'll need. And um, uh, and eventually gets the money from the tree and everything's okay. Mm. And so Cookie then goes and washes his, his like face off a little bit, cleans up by the river. But this is where the sad ginger kid who got cut in line earlier sees him. He's a soldier or whatever. Mm. And... Um, now he walks. Uh, Cookie's going back home. He walks by a chief's house and sees that there's a gate around the cow now. Oh. Um, Cookie b- goes back home, and luckily, I think I thought at this point King would be gone, but luckily he finds King, and they give each other a hug. Yes. And then they um, are like, "We have to leave this house. It's not safe." Um, but the ginger man seems to, you see shots of him hunting, being like following following them. them. And um, I don't know if you realize this, but or if this was in your half. Um, but Cookie seems making like silly puns. No. Oh, really? I've never heard him. He make made a, a couple pun. puns. Oh, I wish I remember the earlier one. Um, um. Oh yeah, one of them was, "What side of the tree has the most branches?" And King's like, "What?" He's like, "Oh, the outside." <laughs> <laughs> and, th- and now he says no. And at this point, he's definitely he's still his injury. He's not fully recovered. He's just right. kind of like uh, kind of loopy. And he's just like, "Why is a baker like a beggar?" And he's like, "Why?" He's like. They both need bread. <laughs> He's like, King's like, you're going to be okay, man. It's going to be <laughs> So then they go to a tree, and he's like, okay, it's getting late. Mm. And Cookie's just so tired. He just looks like he's just going to pass out any moment. He's just like, oh, I'm going to lay against this tree. And then um, King is like, okay, well, this is a great place to rest. No one can see us here. And then he lays down. And the movie ends. And I'm like, what happened? What happened? What happened? Oh, no. <laughs> it was by the river, too, right? Yep. That's where the movie opened. <laughs> yep. Oh, shit. <laughs> yep. 
So there you go. That is sad as fuck. Yeah, that's dude. why you told me. I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh. Oh my god, dude. That's like that's like um what is it? That's like uh the uh, Sundance and uh what is Butch it? Cassidy Butch Sundance Cassidy Sundance said it's kid. We're just Another sort of western ends. type thing. Yeah. Fuck, dude, that's sad as hell. Yeah, very oh, sad. Uh, yeah, and it's just like, man, they could have maybe made it. Yeah, nah. probably. If they didn't, if that ginger kid didn't see him, that yeah. pesky ginger kid. I don't know. That's the thing that's weird, though. Is like, it almost feels like Cookie was on his last legs. Like he could have just died naturally. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know what King. I feel like King would have left. So it's almost like I feel like then he got shot afterwards or something. I think yeah, I think King got shot. Yeah, that must have been Cookie it. Cookie died. Yeah, yeah, like of exposure or, or something. something like that, or I don't know. Because yeah. he wasn't doing very well at the end. He was just no. like, oh, I need to go take a nap. His puns are starting to get a little, a little stale. Yeah, <laughs> just like his bread. Yeah, exactly. Or his uh, body. <laughs> <sighs> I really liked this movie. Yeah, the movie's it's really good. It's really slow. It's one of it's. It's two hours long. It is two hours long, but yeah. I don't think it's like. But that means it's not like epically long. It's just mm. like this is this is a lengthy movie. It yeah, takes yeah. its time, but it does feel. I don't want to keep re- referencing Red Dead Redemption 2 a lot, but like <laughs> a lot of times it would sit on shots of just like boring stuff, like him just whisking, whisking batter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him like slowly opening the door when it's daytime after his head injury and just mm-hmm. like taking that time of him just opening it. You hear the sound of the door creak. You hear the birds outside. You, the you see dust the sun come feet. in. Yeah, and you see the sun, the the dust in the window reflection and light and stuff like that. It feels, yeah, it, it really puts you into the feel of the scene. Yeah. You know? It takes its slow time. And I almost feel like, I mean, render redemption two was criticized a lot for this is that like it put quote unquote, f- um, uh, interaction and realism and taking your time mm-hmm. over fun. Right. Exactly. And a lot of people didn't like that change, which is, I feel like how a lot of people would not maybe like this movie as much as well. It's right. like a similar type of taste where you're just like, you know, obviously they're two different mediums, but it's that same sort of thing where they're like, we slowed down this game, we're slowing down this movie just to put you in that same space. And, you know, this is nothing new in this movie, but I'm yeah. only equating it to Red Dead Redemption because it's, it's the same six, setting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same, like, type of like, vibe, vibe, time, yeah. and everything like that, time yeah. period um, of the frontier dying or whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Getting colonized slowly. I think it's, yeah, and I agree with you that I think it's, it does the same thing that like what I, I mean, I liked that aspect of Red Dead Redemption because yeah. I'm, I have very bad reflexes when playing video games. I enjoy just sort of taking my time and walking yeah, around I agree. like cities and getting to know the people. Like everyone in this movie, it's, they're so like, I don't know, like lived in every, every, I feel like they probably hired a lot of character actors who could bring a lot to their roles with yeah. very little, like you really immediately get an idea of who a person is when they walk through a door and it's the clothing true. they're wearing and the way they're holding themselves. hundred percent. Even it's so cool, man. Yeah. Just being introduced to the captain and the chief. I'm like, Oh, I know what these people are about. Pretty yeah, much. Exactly. Yeah. The guy with the big fucking top hat and seeing shit. This, you know who that is. Seeing you know? the servant, uh, guy, <laughs> Like let his cat out and then get upset that the cat's not coming. He's like, "I'm getting in trouble." I'm like, <laughs> I know this guy too. <laughs> yeah, I, and yeah. I think a lot of that goes to obviously like the actors, but like the director, uh, I forgot her name, Kelly Reinhardt. I think her name uh-huh. is. Like she made her Kelly like, Reinhardt. Yeah, like, she because she wrote, directed, and edited this movie. Oh wow! And it's just like she, full auteur control. Yeah, she's complete control over the things that we're watching, and it's just like yeah, like the amount of control she had, and obviously like had control over who she cast. You know what's also very stuff. interesting is I didn't know this was a woman director because there's zero women in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, none, that's true none at all. Yeah. So that's very interesting. I mean, there's a couple of native women. That's oh yeah, I guess it. you're right. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, and and the, and the cow. Yeah. 
That's so, true. You're right. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> actually, I think about it, there is like nice moments between. Oh, and the woman that uh, finds the body. The oh yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, Never yeah. mind. Excuse but, me. But, take it all back. But you're right. There's not any like hardly. male, like female, like main characters. No, not yeah. anyone. Yeah, the the closest you get is like perhaps a couple of the people in the house maybe yeah, yeah. that are helping, which is funny because the, the guys all leave to go look at the cow, and the girls just like, hey, check out these cool beads I got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, of course, they're both natives, and I also think it's interesting how all these people are in the house, uh, and it's the captain and the chief. Uh, but there's the Native American leader there. Mm-hmm. And similar to Cookie, like as soon as the captain or the chief does not get what they want, you know what's going to happen to those native people that are yeah. there. Like they're being like you never see them not on friendly terms. Like they seem to be chilling and being fine. But as soon as like something's going to happen, you know what's going to well, happen. Well, they already mentioned that the beaver pelts are starting to go out of fashion. So yeah, yeah. And, and then you hear the chief going like, "Well, you should just eat the tails." And it's just like they don't even entertain that concept. Yeah, you know? it's not about what the captain does sarcastically yeah yeah well yeah sarcastically like why would you eat the beaver pelt? like like the tail? maybe i'll try that it might be different than soda bread and whatever. it's sort of like i think that's that's why i was worried about the cow uh its life is because i was like this is clearly like this is what i think the movie there's a lot of things the movie's getting at this is why i actually find the title first cow so interesting is because it's not like the movie is obviously about the cow the first cow in the territory but it's like really about these two guys who are trying to like live off the land and get by? And this make is their a first quote unquote break, right? Exactly, and it's like what I find interesting is one of the I think the aspects the movie is dealing with is this idea of like you know people who are like colonizing a land. You can either live off of it or you can kill it, and you know it's like you can milk the cow and you can you know you can you can take care of the cow and you can make a pretty good living you can do like what like the natives are doing which is like living off of the to taking every part of the the, the beaver the animal yeah, and all yeah. that stuff but then you also have people who are just like no just take the pelts yeah you that's a, that's good that's an interesting point and considering that like the thing about it is if you kill that cow i think this is obviously not something they even brought up in the movie so this could be just us reading into it mm. but if you kill that cow um you'd only be able to feed the people in that house but right. if you do milk that cow there's enough to go around for quite some time yeah 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 they actually do bring this up oh really yeah the guys in the in the in the bar they are saying like well what's what use is a good cow like that's only going to get you like a day or two of food and then somebody else is like you can milk it and you can so they bring up this idea of like uh, okay. the there cow has enough then. to go around you know like you could you could feed enough but even so like, but that's just kind of like a, a comment on the land which yeah, i feel exactly. like is almost another character in this movie oh ja- genuinely true yeah. yes yeah like like you could just live off the land or yeah. you could you know exploit it yeah in a way yeah um, which is you know not a new take on no. the western but it's no. done in such an artistically um quiet and intuitive way in yeah. this movie that i think it works it's also yeah and that's the thing is that's not the only thing the movie is saying i don't know that's i think it's the same thing it's just it's got a lot of things in the background that you can take from but they're never in your face they're never really commented on yeah yeah because yeah. the main focus is these two characters kind of journey mm-hmm. with dealing with uh ownership i yeah. think i think the main thing is class and ownership in this in this movie yeah, to yeah. me with all these other supporting themes propping it up so, do you think that King and Cookie are just really good friends, or do you think that there's a genuine like love for each other? I think personally, I mean, I didn't see the first part when they got introduced in the bar. The bar kind of makes you think maybe lovers, but I do think that perhaps back in the day things were a little bit different yeah. with male relationships, men talking to each other, men yeah. talking to each other, especially when it's an area where it's like, dude, it's just you and me, buddy. Like, mm-hmm. there's, I can't go ring up my other friend because you're being annoying right now. Like, it's just you and me. We gotta make this <laughs> partnership work. 
Yeah, that's you know? true. That's like, true. you're going to make it work. It's almost like it's like a domestic partnership Yeah, that's in some ways too. where it's just yeah. like, well, we're business partners now. We got to do this. And this we're, thing. we're clearly the only two people that like can stand each other. Exactly. You know? Just yeah. in this area. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, everyone else is kind of out for themselves. There's no one else that's like, here's a team of people, except that's, maybe the natives. I that's guess. America, though, man. Like, yeah. That's, that's American, like Western expansion. It's all about what I can do, it's all about what I can achieve. And American it's not about individualism. Exactly. Especially with an idea of a gold rush. I want to see how much money I can make. Right, exactly. Um, and not like, oh, wow, this would be cool if we all That's what I this. love about this movie. I think it's because it's so quiet meditative that there's so much stuff you can, like, really read into it. And, like, it's not going to give you any answers. Like, no. it's really about... It's it's sort of like a like a, a like a Rorschach test. You can just sort of look at it and see like what are you gaining from it. I am know? glad I got an answer about what happened to him at the end, though. <laughs> like here's the answer: I li- fucking died. I, I know. <laughs> but I was literally just like, really, that's it? Like this is giving nothing. Like that's such a weird way to end a movie. Like I was yeah. like, don't feel. I, I don't mind the rest of it not being complete. I just want to know what happens to him. Yeah. Oh. I kind of like that oh. too, though. It's this sort of like I mean. I find that fucking amazing because, like, they really could have put that at the very end of the movie. But I kind of like it that they put it at the beginning because it is, like, when you're watching movies like this, you you even brought it up without even knowing the beginning of the movie. Yeah. These people are going to die. Like, this way of life is dead. And it's sort of interesting that the movie, by introducing these characters as skeletons, it really puts in your face that, like, this does not last, you know? Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. It's yeah. a very clever choice. I really enjoyed this film. Yeah, that was a great movie. Highly recommend it. It's on cool. Amazon Prime. I, I watched it because I have. Was on sh- Amazon Prime? I, I saw it on sh- Hulu. I have a Showtime account, so that's why I was. Uh, watching. I think it's free on Hulu for anyone. Oh, to watch so, it on Hulu. There you go. Highly recommend this film. Yeah, watch it. Take two two hours every day. It's so fucking calm. It's it so is. fucking like it's serene. Like, wake up in the morning, watch it. Yeah, this is a little. I will. I, it's not calm at the end, like. <laughs> it's, it's not calm in the last third. <laughs> that's a good point. That's uh, a very good it's point. not very fun. In fact, <laughs> it's very very stressful. <laughs> Despite being harrowing. But that's the thing, though, is I almost felt disarmed. I was like, oh, these guys ain't going to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then again, I also didn't have the context at the very beginning. Well, that's the thing is those two skeletons at the beginning of the movie could be anybody. Oh, yeah, sure. (laughs) Anyone. I was wondering. Yeah, it's like, okay, clearly it's not going to be like – it's obviously these two guys. So what if it is? What if it is two other people? You just hope you know? that. Yeah, you do, because you like these two people. Yeah. You know, you want but them to succeed. But you know what? There's no one else in that fort yeah. that would hang out and hold hands with each other. That's true. That's true. Uh, well, guys, highly recommend watching this movie. If you have any movies like this you can recommend, email us at email the other podcast.com. I haven't seen a lot of westerns or like frontier. Yeah, I haven't films. seen a lot. Of, I was thinking about this. I'm like, I haven't seen a frontier film since I was like way young. Yeah, like, much younger. Yeah, um, is uh, what is, it, is like Buster Scruggs or uh, a True Grit considered one of those i'd say kind of i think those are more westerny yeah i suppose I, I think there's something about the forest and like forts and stuff like that it's yeah. a little bit different where it's not like i don't know taming the west it's just kind of we're just trying to survive up here yeah exactly amongst all this like greenery yeah greenery. like jeremiah like, like i said jeremiah johnson was one of them that i could think of uh, uh, yeah email us let us know about those movies you can find our previous episodes on any podcatching app and while you're there please leave a five-star rating and review we will read it on the show no matter what it says even if it is instructions on how to make oily cakes we'd mm, love to read that oily cakes we should have made some oily cakes for this uh, it's so easy it looks like it's just some bread that they it looks honestly they're making donut holes yeah that's what they were. Like they're just making donut holes honestly pretty I good understand why people like yeah, it so much people like them now yeah turns yeah. out frying things in oil great <laughs> who would have guessed that's uh, yeah. the, you know what that's the most american thing about this movie <laughs> frying things. You, you, you make money by frying food yeah. and giving it to people and, and people, people are like oh it. my god this yeah. is better than um the garbage i've been eating that's not been fried <laughs> this must be good for you this must be great yeah. it's so healthy and delicious and the an ancient chinese secret <laughs> good night everybody <laughs> yeah.